Guys, the weather's getting warmer, so say goodbye to your jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe, so luckily I found Quince. And now I've got a beautiful lineup of timeless pieces that's going to keep me looking chic and fabulous year after year. I love their premium European linen dresses. You guys, this is what everybody's wearing. This is quiet luxury. I got these incredible blouses and shorts from $30. Also washable silk tops. Are you kidding me? You know I like my silk tops. So I got one in lavender and blue. I absolutely love them. You'll see them on the show. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with factories, Quince cuts out the middleman and gives the savings to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash juicy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash juicy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash juicy. Heather McDonald has got the juicy scoop. When you're on the road, when you're on the go, Juicy Scoop is the show to know. She talks Hollywood tales, her real life mister, segment serial data, and serial sister. You'll be addicted and addicted fast to the number one tabloid real life podcast. Listen in, listen up. Woo, woo. Heather McDonald. Juicy Scoop. Hello and welcome to Juicy Scoop. I am here with Chris who stayed because we wanted to talk more and give you guys a fresh, somewhat fresh, Thanksgiving delight. Right. Um, I know I'm cooking for Thanksgiving. I'm you going are? To, well, it, I'm not hosting it. It was yeah. supposed to be at my house. Right. Uh, every other year it's either my house or Peter's cousin. And okay. um, I never mind having it at my house except – I don't know. I get a little stressed just like getting the tables and chairs and all yeah. that and cooking all the stuff. But they're like, they said, could you mind if we do it again? And I'm oh. like, no, I, yes, please let me go to your house. I love not hosting it. So you just bring stuff over. I bring a ton of stuff. I bring like yeah. five, six items because there's like so You make many of them us. or you just. No, I make them. And yeah. then, well, I do my famous uh, garlic mashed potatoes. Oh. Which is this um, Main Street. Potatoes already made from Costco. Oh, like a box? Like a It's in a little carton. Okay. You get two of them at Costco. Oh, wait a minute. 15... They're already whipped. They're, They're already made. It's not like a powder. So you take potato. them out, it's like a hard brick. Oh, mesh, gotcha. And then I put them in a crock pot to slowly like warm them up versus just putting them in the micro. Gotcha. And then I add all this garlic, oh. extra seasonings. You can add extra whatever. And you could do this with any already pre-made mashed potatoes. You'd be really... And then you show up and you look like you made them from scratch because they're in a crock pot and they're all seasoned. You could add some rosemary sprigs just to give it some flavor. Don't like rosemary. All right. I well, don't. then you don't have to do all that right. part. That was a very good food. Uh, you'd be really good at one of those food things on a Today Show with showing Hoda how to make, you know, whatever. Right. Um, I did a little version of it. Because I've been noticing when I watch TikTok, which you say I watch too much of, when I watch TikTok, I get a lot of cooking ones. Right. And it's always it's always a pan, like a glass pan. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay, oh my God, this is so easy. And they literally take like a chunk of cheddar cheese and then dry pasta and then pour like something over it. 
And it's always like all these things. I'm like, how could this? But be? that's like the mac and cheese. Yeah, really? no, yeah. random. Yeah. Then they take it out and they like mix it around. Then they put more foil on it and put back in the. Oven. So when I was gonna do it, I did like a funny version of it, and I took my crock pot and I took the mashed potatoes still in the plastic and the cardboard. Yeah. And I go, you put it right in there. You guys don't need to take the plastic off. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, that's funny. Because you know, whenever people yeah. do that with pasta, they're like. Oh my god! I can't believe like you don't need to cook the pasta before. Like if you do this weird thing, right? So like I do that, and then I'm like, and here's the gar jar of garlic, and you put that right in there. Yeah, and you put and people on TikTok were like, how can you do that? How could? Yeah, there were some people that didn't get that it was a joke. Yeah, and they're like, well, that was disappointing. I mean, that is not. That's not how you do it. No. Like, yeah. why is she doing this? Wow. It's really scary sometimes. When I had read that they, they uh, for the first time ever, whoever decides how many, uh, uh, the recommended daily allowance, you know, you'll see that a lot of times. Of what, calories? The recommended daily allowance of turkey oh. this year has been dropped for the first time. Recommended daily allowance of turkey has always been one and a half pounds per person. That's a lot. That's what I thought. I thought the same thing. I mean, we think about a pound, like a little pound weight. But I guess it's not. I saw, I saw it. They, they, cut, they cut off like a pound and a half. And I was like, oh, that looks like a mountain you would eat, pound yeah. and a half of turkey. Uh, so this year it's a pound. They're, okay. they're lowering it. I don't know why, but for the first time they're lowering it from one and a half pounds to a pound. Recommended. You could have more if you choose. What is your favorite thing to eat with the Thanksgiving? Like what do you put on your plate? <clears throat> uh... You know, just I do the I like the hodgepodge of it all. Right, just but do you like everything, on. or is there, or is there a Thanksgiving item that has just never turned you on, and you skip that dish? Yeah, like a yam or a sweet potato. It never turned me on. So my mom used to make this like yam thing. Yeah. With um, again, we talked about a crocodile and an alligator. Yeah. I don't know the difference between a sweet potato and a yam. I don't either, and I don't, I, I'm gonna. Venture to say, I don't think there is a difference, but I know I'm going to get attacked for that. Yeah. Oh, Annie boldly said it's not. Oh, coming in. She's Annie. from Texas, so yeah, don't fuck so. with her. She knows. But yeah. I think it just might be a different name for the same thing. Okay. But I, yeah, I could be wrong. Anyway, it was like yams in a casserole dish with like apricots and like brown sugar and marshmallows. And no, no marshmallows, oh. but um, like walnuts or whatever. Or pecans, Ooh. pecans. Okay. And I fucking loved it. So when I first started. Getting with going to the Peter, uh, I would I made that, and I just remember one of the women on his side was like, "Ugh, nobody liked that." She told me, "Really? Yes." Oh, and I think I made two huge things of it. Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, there's going to be thirty people. Well, there's fifteen to each thing, which you don't ever need to do that for the side." Yeah, you know, like. The, the portion is not going to be a proper portion. It's going to be like a fourth of a portion because you're going to have so many different sides. Yeah. So anyway, I stopped making it. Yeah. It's, sometimes you just have your own family things. But you know? I did make – I might want to make this this time. Okay. I did make the sweet potato casserole from Ruth Chris. You can look that up. Okay. And it's and it's like a souffle. That's what it is. It's a, it's a souffle with like a, a, a crumble top. And of Crum- course you want – What's the crumble your, top? Sweet? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like chopped up nuts and like, uh, you know, crumbs or whatever. And I remember I made it once. I might want to make it again. I might want to make it. Because you don't need a lot of it, again, because they don't like it. So I I don't need to bring that much of it. But I do like roasted heirloom carrots. 
Okay. It was those carrots taste just like orange carrots, but now you can get them in like purple and white and yellow. So I always yeah. Do oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that's fun. Yeah, and I'll do like. Yeah, like I'll do like a Brussels sprouts or something, like some extra vegetables. Oh, so you're bringing like classy dishes. You're yes, not bringing... I'm bringing like tons of, yes. Yeah. And I'll do a mac and cheese because my kids will yeah. want that. Right. Yeah. That sounds nice. You bring a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then some other family of six will just bring like rolls. And I'm like, okay. Now, what do you do? Do you yeah. get the, do you do, are you one of those people who, who harasses them to get your dishes back? No, I, that's why I do the crock pot because that's very easy because you plug it in. You don't need to heat it up. No, but how do you get the stuff there to the house? Oh, I like, it's in the dishes and we like put it in the back seat of the car. Okay, but like, then how do you up. get your dish back? We take them all back. Oh, whatever's with the stuff left. in them? Yeah, with, if there's stuff left, we just take it. They don't want it. Yeah. They're always doing something fun okay, the next yeah, day. Yeah, They're yeah, not yeah. into yeah, like Yeah, yeah, okay. I do remember one year though, we had the party and we had all this turkey and I love leftovers, which by the way, this younger generation of kids think it's so weird that like I take food home from restaurants and stuff. And my sister does too. Really? I always take home leftovers. Why do they think it's weird? Because they're not paying for it and they're fucking spoiled brats. Oh, okay. Well, I don't necessarily. They're like, I oh, know, you... mom, with your weird leftover stuff. And my sister and I are like, how can you? I, I totally will eat it the next day. Le yeah. Leftover pasta, like a l definitely steak. Always. I'm with you. I'm not. Yeah, I okay, like it. So, I didn't know people were against it. So anyway, we had a Thanksgiving, and tons of turkey leftover, all the stuff. Okay. Unbeknownst to me, I bring it up every year as I am now. His brother was going back to Vegas. And Peter just took all the food and just gave it to him and never oh. told me. And then the next day I had like Shannon and her family here. And I'm like, all right, let's do that fucking yummy Friday lunch. Like so excited to like. Like the leftover lunch. To have the stuffing, yeah. the mashed right. potatoes, the turkey that is all gone. Oh, no. Yeah, and he's no. like, he was a single guy at the time. Yeah. And I'm like, why the fuck did you do that? Wow. That's... I'm never going to, I'm going to bring it up every year. Yeah. I'm so mad. Yeah, so mad. That's not cool at all. Wow. Yeah. But they'll provide the turkey, so I don't have to make it. And turkey. then what? What? What's the day like? Is it what's like the day a, for me? You what? sit around, you hang out. Oh, so we? Chat, I wait. I wait. Football. Like what goes on? Oh, so it, once we get there, like two. Mm -hmm. Um, we you know drink a lot. Yeah, we drink a lot during the day. Does that become a, a problem? Um. Well, like, last anybody year, anybody in the family a problem? No. But last year, we last couple of years, we've had Drake be able to drive. But oh. now I think he's going to want to have a beer or something. Really? And he's pretty fun when he's had a couple drinks. I don't think you should say that about your kid. <laughs> you look at this kid up, he's a great duck. So, yeah. now Brandon has a permit. So we could have Brandon oh, drive us home. In the dark? Is he, well, he drives in the dark. He's, I don't know. He's about to take his test. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he, he's practicing in the daytime. Night driving is a lot different than day driving. Um. All right. I'm just listen. I'm not, I don't want to ruin the fun, but. Well, I'll tell you who's not driving home. Me. No. No. Because I, there have been times in the past. When you've where I've like hid the good Chardonnay for my sister and I. Like I, when I provide, when it's been my Thanksgiving, yeah. I have like, you know, I have good stuff, like a la, la crema, whatever, but then I'll, I would have my rum bower. So you mean you wouldn't bring it in the house? Or you hide it like uh, yeah. when you get to the house? Well, not when I go, when I go to someone's, I have to know that everyone's going to, I'm going to open my good wine and now everyone's got to have some. Yeah. But when it's, but in the past, now I would be more generous because right. I'm doing okay. Uh -huh. But in the past, 
you know. Yeah. I'd be like, Shannon, the Rumbauer is in the little fridge in the outside uh, bar oh, yeah, under the yeah. patio. Yeah. And like just crunch down and like pour it in your cup and then just like walk around. And yeah. then in the dish for everyone else to get is it's, like it's, maybe yeah. like a $12 like bottle. Kendall Jackson. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, all right, let's talk that about... That sounds fun, though. That sounds well, like a fun... Well, you said you had some Thanksgiving topics. Did you want to say anything else before we get into just regular topics? I mean, I have... I have. You, you want to talk about the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year? Is that still happening? Oh, oh, you better... Is it still happening? Well, did it not happen during COVID? They had no people on the sides oh. watching. It was just, okay. just floats going down. Sad marching bands and floats. But this year, they're back. You know, people have... are starting to say we got to bring back the masks. In L.A. You've heard this? I have not. You told me that. and I, I, I just, don't know. I, saw, I think yeah. they're just seeing how people will freak out. I'm freaking out. I don't want to do that again. No. But uh, anyway, you know, I love the Thanksgiving Day Parade. You do? Oh, and I didn't know so that, so I'm sir. excited about it. And they got, you know, the floats. And, Did you ever uh, dream of one day being a host of it? Well, you know, my I favorite. I feel like Ross Matthews has got to be asked to do that soon. Is he on, is, on it's NBC. It's very exclusively NBC is... Is I, Drew on NBC? I don't know, I, but I remember. I'm surprised he's not. Oh, but I'm also thinking of locally, it's the Rose Parade. No, it's like Channel 5. Different. Rose okay. Parade's New Year's Day. Right, right. Okay. Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade. Who is it? Who's the host? Look well, it up. I'll tell you who the host oh, was who? for many years. Who? Matt Lauer. He was your guy on Thanksgiving. Out there was a little fedora doing his thing. He was, the, And now it's uh, Savannah and and... Hoda. And is the parade just Roker. big floats walking by? That's or is it. it actual people like, you know, big like like uh, blow up out things? Aren't it yeah. like blow up things? Big balloons with the, where people got, you know, 25 people got to hold them. Yeah. So here comes Snoopy and he comes around the I bend. always remember watching like a football game and being like, wait a minute, what are these people going to have for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Like, I always imagine, like, they're all at the game, wrapped up in wherever cold town they live. Yeah. And then they come barreling through, like, drunk and hungry, and the poor woman had to make it all herself. Yeah. Is that what it's like for people yes. that go to the game? That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. There's, the Detroit Lion fans come storming into the house. Where's our turkey? Yeah. Oh, that'd so, be yeah. awful. Um, Wait, the, so who's the host this year? It's a Savannah and and uh, it's it's always Today Show people. Oh, okay. It's the Today Show people. It's usually uh, Carson Daly. will be and there are the two of them are the main hosts. I think right. it's Savannah and and Hoda. Okay. Uh, you know what they're saying now? Potential uh, little little bit of a spat between those two. Oh, with there Savannah was, and Hoda. There's talk of it. There's oh. talk of it. There's there's, ru- there's rumors that rumbling okay. that. Um, they don't necessarily, but they, they've tried to squash those rumors. Yeah. But the reason why those rumors are, are, are abound is because Savannah, she's the head girl. You know, something goes down, 9-11, let's say. They call Savannah when they, it was like hard news. You think Savannah's considered hard news? Absolutely. For the, the Today in Show. In the Today Show world, okay. yes. Okay, all right, all right. God, you're something, passionate about it. I am passionate about it. <laughs> so something goes down, they call Savannah, and Hoda's yeah. like, so I got to be out here with, you know, Jenna Bush Hager drinking wine at ten o'clock. What, what? Why don't I do all yeah. things? I think there's a little of that. Mm, that goes juicy. On. Anyway, okay. but they both do. And then, of course, Al Roker's out there who just had some issues with his legs. Oh yeah. His leg. Why are you laughing about it? <laughs> no. What did he? What was it? I want to say. No, it's just like leg thrombosis or something. 
he's had health issues. Remember, yeah. he was very, very heavy. Yeah. He got gastric. He got thin. Yeah. And now... Blood clots in his leg. Oh. Blood clots. That's what a thrombosis. Yeah. I mean, he's... Thrombosis, yeah. Yeah. Oh, He's okay. an old guy. But anyway, he runs around and talks to all the people on the street and stuff. So there will be people on the street this time. Yeah, it's another one of those things where they also have NBC, the people who are on shows coming up. They'll have them like oh, sitting in the stands. Okay. Like, and this is the person who's going to be on whatever stupid shows well, coming up. Well, to NBC. answer your question, no. Throughout my years of growing up, we would not watch that. I know, I could tell. Uh, was... We would watch a Twilight Zone marathon. So that was on like a channel. When like we were like younger, while my mom yeah. cooked, my sister and I would watch a Twilight Zone marathon. And now, I mean, I'll just probably like listen to a podcast or something. I'll just probably listen to this. So that's I love fun. I love listening to Juicy Scoop. I do too. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Um, as a matter of fact, I- Every day what Brandon said, so what kind of monster listens to their own podcast? <laughs> yeah. Because I'd be like driving him to school, listening to it every Tuesday and oh, Thursday. Now he just accepts it that I listen to I it. I learned- I think that, I mean, I've listened to a lot of your Juicy Scoops, but I think Thank the you. one that that hit me the hardest is oh. you had some girl who was like a porn star or something recently. Oh, Maitland Ward. Yeah, that was on Boy Meets World. Yes. And she talked about what they use as fake cum was Cetaphil? Cetaphil, whatever it is. lotion. Which I use all the time <laughs> for my face washing. And they, you can buy it in travel sizes, so I take it yes. when I travel. Lotion or the cleanser? The face wash. The face oh, wash. okay, yeah. It looks look just like cum. Huh? It looks just like... And I remember now saying... Now you can't stop. No! Now every time I wash my face in a hotel, I feel like I'm bukkake. <laughs> you know, people know that term. No, uh, what's bukkake mean? Oh, you don't know what that is? Oh, I shouldn't even say. This is what a is Thanksgiving it? episode. Uh, you don't know what bukkake is? No. <laughs> All it's right. Firm. No, it's when... It's when <laughs> Tell me. It's when a lot of... You get a lot of... A oh, lot you of have them. multiples. 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 They call it, yeah, bukkake. It's a yeah. whole... Yeah. Okay. Well, let's well, talk, let's get into some other topics. Gonna, yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> okay, Thank now you. this. So my sister Shannon and I we did a juicy uh, crimes on this. You guys may have missed it. It's on Patreon if you want to listen to it. Shannon went really deep. It's um, triple level Patreon because this is Danny Masterson. Yeah, and it really didn't get a lot of press. I don't think because unlike Johnny Depp, it wasn't being filmed. Right, and. But it's so juicy because he was a Scientologist. Right. And he was like second generation Scientologist. He kind of grew up in it. Yeah. His friends were it. And there's three different Jane Doe's that have accused him of rape. Right. All of whom knew him socially. Um, one of them was his girlfriend. And in that relationship, right. he did rape her. But the other two were just friends with him. And they said he gave them something to drink and they were like completely couldn't out of it uh woke up with him raping them and then they went to the scientology people because they always say if anything happens come to us first and we'll investigate it and do disciplinary oh, so the girls are scientologists too yes yeah and they went and of course scientology tried to wash it over didn't go to the police right and so many years later because this happened in like 2003 um then these women came forward a couple years ago while he was on the ranch on the Netflix show oh, yeah. with his former co-star, Ashton Kutcher, from the 70s show. Ashton immediately fired him and distanced himself. The show then went off the air. He's married to um, China Phillips' sister. 
Oh, and really? Shina Phillips is married to Billy, Billy Bald- Baldwin. Yeah. So she's there every day. They have an eight-year-old daughter in the during the trial. Okay. And um, so as of Friday, they were they were in um, in trial. I mean, in jury. The jury went off, and then Shannon let me know that and um, that it is uh, it's deadlocked on the three charges, and he sends the panel home for Thanksgiving. The jury. So the jury has gone home for Thanksgiving, but it's deadlocked. But according to Shannon, who is a defense attorney, she said that is a good sign for the defense. So what does because that mean? Because they, they, that, well, it's not, it, mean, it wasn't a mistrial. Yeah. So they still have to go back and deliberate more. Yeah. And one of the things they asked w- was to read the transcript between he and one of the girls that he did date for a while. Right. So I think they're, you know, so that's always a tricky thing when someone had a relationship with someone. Yeah. Guys, the weather's getting warmer, so say goodbye to your jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe, so luckily I found Quince. And now I've got a beautiful lineup of timeless pieces that's going to keep me looking chic and fabulous year after year. I love their premium European linen dresses. You guys, this is what everybody's wearing. This is quiet luxury. I got these incredible blouses and shorts from $30. Also, washable silk tops. Are you kidding me? You know I like my silk tops. So I got one in lavender and blue. I absolutely love them. You'll see them on the show. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with factories, Quince cuts out the middleman and gives the savings to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash juicy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash juicy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash juicy. But but the all the series of the three victims, their stories all line up. To it's exactly uh-huh. a pattern of it, and um, and then this one. Um, so someone wrote me that said, "Oh my God, I um, I was at a party, or I knew I was at a party where Danny Masterson was, and my friend was there. And this was many years ago. And the friend said, "Whatever you do, don't go off alone with Danny." Really. And she 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 got creepy vibes, so she's yeah. like, okay. But now, like, you wow. know, twenty years later, yeah. you're like, oh my god. So there might have been other people that you know wake up just like a, you know, all the victims of Cosby, where you wake yeah. up and you're, you know, oh my god, I was there. Maybe I kissed him. Uh huh. I didn't mean to have sex, you know. But yeah. but it was it a lot of it was that they felt drugged, and were okay. not in control of their body and then were taken advantage of. And then that the Scientologist didn't follow up and, you know, there could have been corruption on that. And then also called on the on the witness list, but she didn't go, was Lisa Marie Presley. She's a Scientologist, right? She was supposed to take yeah. she was gonna take the stand because one of the girls, the one of the victims, went to her and told her everything. And oh, so really? that would have then been you know, could uh, corroborate her story. Yeah. and But she was on the list, but she didn't take the stand. And she is no longer a Scientologist, allegedly, no longer. I had heard one time, and I, ne- I never hear this being discussed much, but I'll just throw it out there. I had heard one time that Scientology, well, if you try and get out, because it is interesting that 
in both cases, let's say Tom Hanks and John Travolta. Yeah. Uh, but Tom Hanks is that one. I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. Yes. I, yeah, no, yeah. Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise and John Travolta. Right. Um, you always hear these rumors that they're gay. You hear right. that about both of them. That's whether they're true or not, you hear the rumor. Yeah. Uh, and they're both Scientologists. Right. And then this one, whatever, you know. I, I had heard rumors sometimes that if you say you're getting out of Scientology, they say, oh, yeah, you think so? And then they make, they create these rumors. Rumors. If you try and get out, we'll ruin mm. your life. Maybe. So, like, Tom Cruise is like, oh, I'm leaving Scientology. Really? Well, now we'll spread that you're gay all over the place. And the same with Travolta. And so that's just kind of... Well, also, I I'm think, not saying any... I think I'm sure this probably yeah. did happen. It's any mess and stuff. But I'm saying it's... Anytime I hear about a Scientology person, that you hear them being uh, terrible things about them. You're like, oh, they probably tried to get out. That's how I... We still I, don't know where Shelly Miscavige is. That's a, that one is shocking. And, you know, with Leah Remini doing all her work... You know, you wonder how many people, how many detectives, how many LAPD officers, or how many people in this particular case right. are kind of in bed with the Scientologists to make these cases go away or not go forward with them or I don't know. So but that how, I find really interesting. Wouldn't it be real easy for someone to just go knock on the door? Like Knock on what door? Wherever that, where he lives, the man, the, the husband. What are you talking about? Miskavid. Oh, man. Oh. Yes, he always yeah. says she's fine, and she always, and then she says, "I don't know that she's ever been filmed, but she has said like, no, 'No, I'm fine. I just don't want to be in the limelight anymore.' Because it oh. all started. Oh, so she has. It come all out started with where's Shelly, which was at the wedding of Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, right? And that is what Leah Remini said. They that's when they started to like get annoyed with her. Yeah, is. She and also she, they were like, bring J Lo, bring J Lo, and she brought J Lo to the wedding, and then they didn't see J Lo and her together. J Lo and Leah Remini. Yeah, they just sit yeah. together because they're trying to like recruit her, and then she's like, "Where's Shelly?" And everyone's just like, "How dare you like ask?" Okay. But I've noticed, I was watching Bachelor in Paradise and a couple other things. There's Scientology commercials now all the time on I regular saw that TV. Too, yeah. But they do it like an interesting spin. They're like, I know you've heard some things about us. Yeah, but why don't you find out for yeah, yourself? Yeah, that's like during the football games and they're it's, showing up. And it's him. Yeah. It's David. Yeah. And he's kind of charming. Yeah, I know. So I'm saying like, <laughs> it's a good angle. Like, I, I'm not into any of this shit, but yeah. I, I could, it's, it's not a bad angle because you saw all this weird stuff. Yeah. And for the first time, they're facing the weird stuff. Like, yeah, we know what you've heard, but why don't you? I always remember seeing that uh, Jenna Elfman, who yeah. was like on a bunch of sitcoms and and Leah Remini. And in Leah Remini's book, she said, I booked 30 pilots before King of Queens. Yeah. That means every year she was up for a bunch of them and at least filmed one of them. Yeah. I mean, this, or maybe it wasn't 30. It was like 13. It was a lot from like when she was a teenager until King of Queens. Right. And I remember seeing all this and knowing she was, and I was like, I'm such a bad auditioner like I would always get so nervous I'd get so in my head that I was pretty unsuccessful in booking jobs hence yeah. why I'm sitting here across from you doing a podcast right right <laughs> yeah and um and there's some people that are just great in at auditioning oh. they don't get nervous yeah they, they're so relaxed they you know and they and, work constantly and That's I like always it. and I thought Maybe there's something in the Scientology mindset that gets people. I never thought that 
they were getting jobs because Scientology ran Hollywood. I never right. thought that, but I did think maybe there's just some kind of mindset that that there that you study that makes and so there was like a moment in time where I'm like, do I check this out? Because I think I'm not did. successful yeah. and I'm like, I need something that's gonna get me yeah. to not be so nervous and so shitty in an audition room. And especially if you live in Hollywood, they were out there. You know, you yeah. know, you, you know everybody had a friend who was like, yeah, come by the, the celebrity center and me, you know, well, we have a night where we have wine night or whatever. And you're like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna do this. You know? uh, but but Leah said in her book that it did it the kind of teachings and learning. She didn't have a formula. She was done with school by the time she was 14. Yeah. But all the kind of reading and everything that you do, it's all about your mindset and this unbelievable confidence yeah. that does huh. help you. And then they did what they would play into actors and stuff and they'd put people in little like films and things. So you felt like you're pursuing your career while being sucked well, in this world. But <clears throat> The very first thing I ever did in Hollywood was a thing called Vietnam War Story on HBO. Um, it was like the first HBO original series. Okay. And I was pretty much a glorified extra. I had like okay. one line. Yes. And Leah Remedy played my girlfriend. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do I, I'm just hearing this now. Did you guys she, kiss or anything? No, we danced together. And we filmed it at Michelli's in Hollywood. That was the place. <sighs> and I was going off to war the next day. Okay. And to Vietnam. And this and we and she played my girlfriend in it. We were both like glorified extras. Oh, really? And then we kind of became friendly to where at the time this is all true. I was working at a Sizzler. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh and Did you did you eat Texas toast? We called the cheese toast, but you can call toast. it what you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we so yeah. I worked there. And uh she would come in a lot, her and her boyfriend at the time. Yeah. They lived somewhere in the area. And she invited me to a pilot that she had, like, taping of a pilot. Yes. And it was called Living Dolls. I remember that. It was and about models. Models. Garcelle was on it. So I it was Halle Berry. No, and no. Ha maybe it wasn't Garcelle. Maybe it was Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Halle okay. Berry was one of the models, and so was she. And we went. But I remember watching it because I was, like, the one thing I had going for me because I always wanted to be a model. But, you know, I didn't have the face for it. But yeah. my, But I didn't know that because my mom would tell me that I did. <laughs> Right. But I did have the height. Yeah. And I remember watching this about Living Dolls, New York top models. And I'm like, how is this little Leah Remini like playing a model? Yeah. But she was the tough Brooklyn. She had that voice. She was voice. the Brooklyn one. Yeah. 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 She so you moved. went to it. You went to the taping. I went to the taping of it. Yeah. That yeah. was like the first time I'd ever been to like a taping. I was like, I mean, I was like, this is Hollywood. Yeah. We are in Hollywood. This is amazing. Really, wow. you got to be there nine hours and, you know, eat uh well, you remember when we were at Chelsea lately that Chelsea was really good friends with Leah because they did some like webisode thing right before Chelsea lately started about being mothers. That's right. And so they that's where they met and they became friends. And but we would make fun of Scientology. And I remember one time we did this bit, we talked about Scientology and we we like photoshopped like an alien body next to someone making a copy at a copy machine yeah. or whatever and we did a bit. And um and she contacted Chelsea and she's like, hey, could you lay off on the Scientology? Come on, Chelsea, could you lay off the Scientology? But I remember Chelsea being like, we can't do Scientology stuff I anymore. I remember that, yeah. And then later on, you know, she thought Leah's watching it, you know? So right. if we're going to do something and then it happened like again, hey, Chelsea, like I told you not to make fun of Scientology. And then there was something where she realized 
that then Leah called her the next day or that night. Hey, right. you left the show. Maybe the next day. And she was like, wait a minute. Leah didn't watch the episode because she was with me oh, or some something. Other people. So then she then Chelsea realized that they must have assigned Leah to Chelsea. So every time we would do something, then Leah would have to then be the friend to try to keep Chelsea lately from not saying anything negative oh. about Scientology. Oh, that's interesting. And then Chelsea was like, fuck that. Yeah. You know, and then they became friends. And I know then once Leah left, they've had conversations about how like right. You know, but I always am like, I like what Leah Rumney has done, but like, when is she ever going to take responsibility for like being a bully? Like she was a bully. Right. She was a Scientologist bully. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, she probably has. I'm sure we'll hear a letter that she has. I know she has, but. To go back good, to my theory yes. again, what I was saying about yeah. all of a sudden they'll, they'll find a way to get you. The guy, that guy who wrote the movie Crash, the guy who directed the movie Crash, remember he With wrote Halle that Berry. whole thing. Wasn't Halle Berry in Crash? Uh, was she in Crash? Maybe. I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah. But they wrote the Central Bullocks in it. It's one oh, best oh, picture. Yes. Okay, yeah, I think he so. He wrote this whole thing. He it got out Bull of Scientology, yeah. remember? Oh. Wrote this whole thing. Oh, yeah, and then he died, right? No, he got oh. accused of, he just got accused of rape. He did? Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So. Um, okay. Anyway, juicy so, scoop. Todd Chrisley of Chrisley Knows Best. This has been a show that's been on USA for like eight years. I've talked about it. He uh, went on trial for tax evasion. He They had a, a guy that worked for them. Right. That like did their books or whatever. And he said they had a romantic relationship. Todd has denied it since he's a married man. But he has always acted very effeminate. Other people said that's just a, a Southern guy who likes to dress well and enjoys his Botox. Because every scene was him acting like he couldn't wait to fuck his wife, Julie. Constantly, yeah, yeah, that was the and it was a reality show, but it was like scripted reality. It was like very put upon fake. Uh-huh. This failed anyway. He um, got convicted. He his so the guy that said they would so what they would do they would inflate in simplest terms. They inflated how much they made. They lied about how much they made with fake documents in order to get loans for up to thirty million dollars. Right, and then they would default on those loans. And keep that money. So that is the deception that they did in simplest terms to the IRS. He said, Chris, Chris, wait, is this name? Todd. Todd Todd Chrisley said, I never did any of this. He did it, this accountant guy, because he was obsessed with my celebrity. And now he's trying to ruin my life. Yeah. But I, you know, we never did any of this. He did. The guy is like. I did it because I was told to do it by my boss who paid me to do it. Right. He just got 36 months. He's They're letting him turn himself in in May because he's getting a hip surgery. But as we record this on Monday, they're waiting to get their sentencing, he and his wife. Right. And they're looking at 30 years, but the prosecutor is asking for 17. Ooh, that's a lot. So... I this poor guy in prison with that sweater on. <laughs> Jesus. So we'll see what they get. Yeah. You know, and but it and then their son just got in a car accident. But I think he's going to be okay. But he yeah, was it's he was their fine. youngest son. That. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've gone deep on this whole thing. But now we're waiting to see what they get. Okay. A lot of people getting time. Um. So, this is juicy, kind of interesting. 
So this woman had uh, embryos frozen. Okay. And what you can do with your frozen embryos, you can donate them to somebody that can't afford to go through the process of getting their own embryos. They can just put those embryos in them so they don't have to get an so egg from someone. They don't have to. Yeah, they don't have to. It's already ready to go. Like the mashed potatoes you get yes. at Costco. Just a big frozen block of embryo. <laughs> yeah, because that will save you a lot of yeah. money and a lot of time going through all the process of stimulating your eggs, then getting the sperm. So if you're fine with it not being biologically yours, but you want to carry a baby, um, you can get. So this couple said, give us the most unwanted embryos you have. Oh. And they said, we have ones that have been in the freezer since 1992. Time. Oh, like old freezer burned in the back. <laughs> and so um, they just gave birth to them. Wow. So, I mean, talk about an old soul. This is the epitome of an old soul. Yeah. They really are an old soul. They were conceived 30 years ago. Wow. And being born today. And I'm just like, wow, that'll be, I mean, I'm sure they'll be I completely normal. I mean, the one kid, normal. the one looks 35, <laughs> if you look at his face. But the, yeah, that's, no, they look cute. But well, like, good for them. Um, but yeah, I always think that's interesting. Like you on Real Housewives of OC, Heather Dubrow, um, she went through fertility and has frozen embryos, and she said on some show or whatever. If she wanted to said it to me, I just thought it was so interesting. She's like, well, you know, because a lot of people have don't want to freeze them. I mean, don't want to destroy them. Yeah. But then they also might have a problem donating them because then you don't know who where your sperm where your child is going to be running around. Uh huh. But then they like you know. But sometimes it's expensive to keep them frozen. But then they don't want to destroy them. So it's like a weird position to be in when you right. have these extra embryos. But Heather Dubrow has said like, well, I don't know. Maybe my maybe my daughter would want them. Yeah. Which then, if that ever happened, then you would be raising. Your sibling. Right, right, right. As your child. Yeah. So, so it's crazy. So, yeah, so look, look, look at those kids. Good. Like, what if they really are like 90s kids? Like, they're just uh, instantly. Well, that, I mean, somebody's got to make it. This is like a, this is a, a movie in the making right here. A cartoon of an old baby. Yeah. You know, he's 32. He's angry. Cigarette. Like, I, where was sitting behind a Half gallon of Briar's ice cream for the last 28 years. He doesn't want to work an iPad. He's like, what is this? Exactly. I mean, yeah. come on. All, all his other friends have iPads. Yeah, we're, He's writing, like, we're writing it already. This is yeah. Where... Um, Olivia Wilde has broken up with Harry Styles. Harry Styles, they broke Olivia up, Wilde, yeah. And she made her first appearance since they took their amical decision to take a break. Where, 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 where did she come out at? Where was she? Where was her public appearance? Just to get a event? Can you just look up where the public appearance? A function or... I, don't I didn't know. see this one going the distance. I mean, I'm going to say it right now. People can be mad. At, I don't care. I think he's bi. Why now? Based on what? I know we talked about this a little bit his in the pants. live juicy scoop. Yeah, that's what it is. Just, um, I just have always felt wears... it. I feel like there are okay. In my day, I di I really didn't believe that guys could be bi. I just thought they if they're bi, they they prefer dick. <clears throat> yeah, but they might. Be with it. now. I feel that younger people, younger guys, just go can be actually by like can really 
kind of enjoy both, and they they don't they don't try to hide it. They don't have a, a trouble right. on their shoulder about it, whatever. So I'm just saying, like, I think that they had a real relationship and a real sexual relationship. I totally do, but I just wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying it's true. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if maybe the next person he dates is not a woman. I'm gonna or, say or a couple people oh, down the line. She was at the another award show. She was at another award show. Yeah, uh-huh. the Governor's Awards. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that one, but I don't know anything about Harry Styles outside of the fact that if Cedarman Dunworth, you know, right? And there's movie? a conspiracy theory that he that he wears a toupee or a wig. No, really? Yes. There's That's... just there's this video of it, kind of like the way how Beyonce. Her first child the with child, blue ivy. Yeah. It looked like the the stomach was folding. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like video of like that too. So I don't know if it's not real, but it's like flipping up and all this other stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. We might have some extensions in there or something. I don't no, know. No, it looks like. I mean, unless this is not. Yeah. Unless this was manipulated to look like that. Okay. I don't know. But, wow. There's so much to know. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio went to Balsasar. Yeah. The famous restaurant. And um, this is the he, one where James Corden is not allowed in anymore, but now he's back. No, now he's back. Yeah. Now he can come anytime. Uh-huh. And he had a baseball hat on and a mask. But then they, page six, thought it was funny because they had a big sign at where the um, oh, hostess is yeah. saying AA. I guess maybe that means that you're a double A lister. Yeah. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, table 61. So, like, anybody that was walking by the hostess would see that. That he was actually there. Yeah, like, like, yeah. is that gonna make a difference? But um, I guess that he's still dating funny, Gigi though. Hadid. Um, as we, as you now know, everybody, uh, Pete Davidson is dating Emily Rydajetsky. Rydajetsky, yeah, yeah, Rydajetsky. And um, uh, they're, I think that they're both really thirsty, and I think that they are calling paparazzi to come film them because they got together this weekend or Friday, right? And. The, the paparazzi was there, and according to what street they are in New York, it's not like a place anyone stays. So mm-hmm. clearly, they knew where they were going to this party. Yeah, and then they get together, and then they, they went right into this hallway and they hugged in the in the window so that someone could take the photos from page six. I'm also seeing photos now of him with her ex husband, that bear, whatever his name was, bear something. The woman, the man she was married to. Her and Pete Davidson were good friends. He, him, oh, him and Pete Davidson. So now they're like now they're still being friendly, or back in the day they no, were friendly. Back in the day, they were at a Knicks game together. And oh, a couple other things. So people like, is he breaking the bro code? Of well, dating? I remember seeing when he was dating Kim Kardashian. I remember an old uh, interview came up of him on a talk show saying how what a great night he had having running into Kanye and Kim. At Nobu, and they all had dinner together. Oh, when so he was like years before he got with Kim. Be careful of this. I just think there's like, yeah, he just will go for anybody. Like, just, but I don't. I mean, are they boning? Probably. She seems pretty sexual, but I just think they're also super thirsty for the press. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I feel this whole Pete Davidson thing. Like, I feel like Hollywood gets behind, um, like they get behind certain people and just say, "We got to make this happen." Why is you the know, Hilton calling you? I don't know. It's like a, I keep getting phone calls from the Hilton. <laughs> it's Paris Hilton. Hold on. Yep. Where are you DJing tonight? Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it, it's just like I felt like that. it was that way 
I remember Matthew McConaughey before Matthew McConaughey yeah. became a big star. The Hollywood was like, we are going to make this happen if it kills us. I remember going to this thing called Hot Cup of Talk at the Groundlings, where it's the beginning of like alternative comedy. And Kathy Griffin, who wasn't really a stand-up at the time, but she was starting to do this thing where you would right. just tell stories instead of telling like more, you know, traditional jokes. And I remember going to watch her and she was just like, Act, and it was before I hadn't even heard of Matthew McConaughey, but she was like almost like imitating like an agent, like, get me McConaughey, I'm going to make McConaughey a star, yeah. like this whole thing and like how this all happens where it's like, my God, enough. Yeah, they have like, it does like they, these people get these teams of people behind them to just, you know, this we got to make this guy happen. I don't know why they pick certain people, yeah. but I feel like Pete Davidson's one of those people. We are right. going to make this, and I feel like sometimes it just doesn't happen. Like- in the case of Pete Davidson, I think it's going to be that. In a few well, years, you're going to be like... People felt that about Army Hammer. Right. They felt like they're like... There was even an article about it before he got, you know, the all the stuff of him DMing people saying, I want to eat rib. Before that, they were like, my God, he kept getting movies and he kept big getting... Ones. Th- big And yeah. none of that... And it was flop after flop after flop. And they're like... What's going on? If this was any other guy, he wouldn't keep getting these opportunities. Right. But I think it was because he was so good looking. Yeah, but that you could find you throw a rock and hit a guy good looking in Hollywood. I but mean, when like- that movie that he got of um, the one where the kid wanted to try to fuck a peach, what was that? Oh, say yeah, my name. Say my name. Call me by your name. Call me by your name. That movie had was every fifty year old gay man's oh. fantasy because it took place I, in I'm the I'm straight and it was my fantasy. I loved oh, it. I thought he looked like my old boyfriend because he was preppy clothes. It took place in like some nice it took resort, place, and like it took place beautiful in the, house in, in Italy. The yeah. In the mid-80s. In the mid-80s. So some 50-year-old gay guy in Hollywood was like, of course I love this because, and it was a summer thing and here right. he's this like straight acting guy who swoops in and takes advantage of this 17-year-old right. kid yeah. So I'm like, I think, I do think there was an element of Hollywood that was just extremely attracted to yeah. Army Hammer. Right. And I don't think it had anything really to do with his pedigree. I think it was just like his looks and stuff. But you mentioned that the other day. You're like, that story kind of like, what's going on with that, with the documentary? Oh, yeah. We were taking our, our car ride uh, to Phil, from Philly yeah. to D.C. And I was saying that I just, I feel like that went away, that. Because they had a documentary come out about. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer I think, for it. I think that the real depth of that documentary is from the great grandfather to the grandfather to his dad to our, there's all this weird stuff that went on um, sexually with all of them and right. the money and everything. But I think a lot of it they couldn't share on the documentary because Army's because um, about Army's yeah. dad right. Michael and he's still around, but. And then also in what the girls said, I just don't think people were very like sympathetic to it because it's like at one moment they would say, we don't want to shame anybody that's into kinky sex. shame, yeah. But then really that's what the girls were saying was that they were dating him. They immediately got to S&M and they thought they were in like, they were like, hey, I liked Fifty Shades of Grey. This shouldn't be so hard. Right. And then he would push the, he would use that to actually hurt them. Right. And then, you know, and then they, he'd be like, me, you have to, st- you know, st- uh, I got to put a leash on you and you have to be outside waiting for me like a dog. And then they would that do it. That was a real it. one, right? That was a real one. And then they would do it. And then, and then all, and then a lot of them would find out that he was seeing somebody else. 
Yeah, yeah. And then they, and then. So they, what are they more upset about seeing someone else or waiting outside in the cold uh, with a leash on? I think they they realize that yes, it was an abusive relationship. It was obviously not a good yeah. relationship. Um, you know, he lied to them about being exclusive, but also he pushed the envelope physically with them. I mean, but I, he never did eat anyone's rib. I no, no, no. That was a kink, so, right? Just so, talking. So about I think that. other people are like just DMing and saying, "I want to eat your ribs." Doesn't yeah. really mean like that. Could have just been his no. There's dirty these people. Talk. Who, yeah, exactly. There's these people who do all that. You know, they dress up like furries. I mean, that, that's a whole world where some people have weird kink. Thank God I'm not one of them. I think I feel like everybody comes back. Louis C.K. Everybody comes back, and. I I don't know that he'll ever be at the movie star status, but no, I predict that over. he will work again in something. Yeah. Um but then, you know, because he, he if he but it's got to happen soon while he still is like young and good looking. Right. Right. Like yeah. If it goes too long then it's going to be like who cares? Like he's got to try to make but who knows. Yeah. I don't I don't think people had sympathy for the girls. That's also it. But I I didn't see the documentary, but yeah. Shep Rose, who's on Southern Charm, okay, he posted, um, I feel like if I walk into a room, these two guys, Harry Styles and Pete Davidson, are there looking like this, that I would have zero anxiety about trying to get the girl. Meaning like he thinks he's cuter than the two of them. Oh. But he looks not cute here. And no, that's not a cute picture And he's getting him. older. And anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Julia Fox weighed in. Julia Fox is killing it on social media. People are really enjoying her videos where she talks to the camera. Okay. And she comes up with all different kinds of philosophies and stuff. And she does it like lying in the bed and she's just always like looking up like this. Um, her blonde eyebrows are starting to grow out. So Good. in this video, she doesn't look no as frightening. Eyebrows. Yeah. And, and she's talking and she's like, um, I'm going to tell you guys about Kanye. Um, you know, I used to have a clothing line, and I always liked Kim, and Kim would sell my clothes at her store, and I always really enjoyed her. So when I was talking to Kanye, I just enjoyed him as an artist, and I thought he was being so awful to Kim before he got with me for that month. I was, I thought, oh, good, I'm being a distraction from Kanye bugging Kim and at yeah. that time he wasn't on Twitter and I thought I was like good for him so when people are like why didn't you stop him like I couldn't stop him and then she's like and I, I stand with my Jewish brothers and sisters oh good <laughs> yeah well I'm sure the Jewish people are happy to hear that she's on board that'll so people are like I don't know if she's saying that she was distracting that she was distracting him from harassing Kim or that she was trying to save him now she said I, I was trying to save him, and but he would be like harassing her. Like she'd be like, "Oh my god!" He's like yelling at me via text, like whatever. I I personally don't think they ever fucked. I one hundred percent agree with you. I think if the whole thing was weird. I don't think he even knew who she like. She was there half the time. Like even in the pictures, like paparazzi pictures. I'm like, does he know she's behind him? Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't think they ever fucked because she also said in an interview. Um, she's like, I'm not, I, I'm not that sexual. Like I'm not yeah, really into I sex. Did, yeah. And I thought, I always think that's interesting when somebody starts having sex young or she's like, I was a sex worker. She was a dominatrix. Yeah. And I'm not saying that with everybody, but like, I believe her. I believe that she's just like, 
doesn't really is not super horny. Can you imagine waiting for Kanye to get his big rubber boots off and his <laughs> zip in his park and all that shit he wears? Like, oh my god, you know, waiting in the bed, like, you know what? I'm, the mood's gone. The mood's yeah, gone. And she's just like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do, um, do Kanye and talk about uncut gems on like her weird voice. I, but she's kind of bright. I have to say, like, and I've been watch. I follow her, and like, she does say. She does make some good points in her little TikToks. Yeah, that's what I had. I joke about her a lot, and yeah. you know, somebody wrote me like she's actually pretty accomplished, and basically saying what you're saying. And so I looked her up. I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Is yeah. she accomplished? She, I don't know that she's accomplished. She's not. But she's not. Let me tell TikToks, you, she's not. Okay, in her TikToks, she brings up some good points that yeah. haven't been brought up by other right. people. Okay, well that's good. So I'll give her that. Yeah. I think I might have to make a uh, like a referendum of, in 2023 of like I'm kind of done with like people who just don't do anything. Like I feel like she's one of those. I like it's all good. Like in this kind of juicy yeah. scoop world, it's fun to talk about. But I don't know what she does. Like she's not an actress. She's not anything. Well, I saw she's her- not really anything. Like Zsa Zsa Gabor. Right. Like I felt like we all knew. We all know these people. But like, what do they do? You know, right. there was a lot. Oh, speaking of which, I saw that Angeline movie. That's that's exactly what, that's and what I mean. it was so boring. I watched yeah. two episodes on the plane on the way to Boston. Angeline is the girl that had the hot pink Corvette and all yeah. the billboards. And it's basically how did she get the billboards? And growing up, I always thought she had some rich old man or whatever that pay it. She did find some ritual, but he actually ran the billboards, the billboards and he would just yeah. like put her up there, I guess, if it was a spare one or yeah. whatever. And then he'd put the number down to the billboard place. So in the end, he would sell advertising because people would call and be yeah. like, oh, so it was like a win-win. And but there's no juice to the story. No. Like she just wanted to be famous and she always wanted a billboard. And well, it's pretty boring. If you want juice, I'll give you juice. I saw her in a 99 cent store once, and that's not a joke. Going down the aisle, 99 cent store, you know, shopping cart full of 99 cent items, and she had a jar of pickles from the store open, and she was eating the pickles. Before out she, of the so jar. she didn't have to pay for it. Well, I think she was going to. Oh, you think she, she was going to? She think she was going to pay for them, but she was enjoying the pickles. While she was shopping well, in the 99 cent store. I have a better story than that that I remembered. Okay. So when my, my brother was um, a musician and he always had a rock bands and in the Angeline show, uh-huh. she tried to be in a band and she was hanging out the Whiskey A Go-Go in like the 70s before. And then I think it was the late 80s or mid 80s when the billboards first started. So my brother got in some accident. He was at the hospital. And my and there was this like u- stuffed unicorn there. Okay. And Angeline visited him and brought him the stuffed unicorn. Wow. That's Yeah, and my sister's like Angeline I think we just wrote another Angeline uh, was just episode. here. Yeah. Angeline was just here visiting Jim. I mean, and I listen. completely, I mean, I believed it then. I do, uh, there's no reason to lie about it, but it completely makes sense that, that m- knowing what my brother, who my brother was, what he was like, and that she, and who she was, that she would absolutely be friends with him. And they like hung out at the Whiskey A Go Go or something. They were friendly. Didn't he get hit by a car like leaving the Whiskey A Go Go? Um, yeah, but that's, this was a different car. Oh, this was okay. a different situation. This yeah. was longer. This was like, 
maybe early 90s that she brought him the the stuffed unicorn. Wow, that's and a really I good took one. And then I took the unicorn. He's like, I don't want the unicorn. I had the unicorn like in my high school, college, whatever yeah. room at my parents' house. I mean, you have a lot I of fancy- I can see it in my head. You have a lot of fancy friends and stuff, but I think your brother has the, the, the most, for that, me, the most impressive I just impressive remembered that. And this whole time friend. that I've talked about Angeline, I never remembered that story until I started watching- this thing that she was like into rockers and tried to be in a rock band and yeah. hanging out at the Whiskey A Go-Go all the time. And I was like, oh my God. Wow, that's pretty wild. Um, yeah, so anyway, Kanye West treat, treat, tweeted a Hebrew gre- greeting over the weekend. Oh, good. See, everybody's, it's Party all going to work six. out. Jeffrey Epstein, they are going to um, release some more names. That is part of the girl um, suing. Are they going to be names? This of, is all part of uh, Prince Andrew, Bill Richardson. The yeah, name, these are, the nobody name. that we like. Let's hear a bombshell one. So it's this guy Pritz, Pritzker. Yeah. He is this billionaire that doesn't want his name. He doesn't want this stuff opened up and revealing whatever these elements are to yeah. the case of the woman who is you know who has her lawsuit still going. Okay. And it's against Prince Andrew and this guy, Pritzker. Yeah. He's a billionaire hedge fund manager. Oh, and so former yeah, New Mexico governor, governor Mex- Bill, yeah. Bill Richardson and billionaire hedge fund manager Glenn Dubin. All of the men have denied that they were involved with her. Right. Gunf- Guffrey. Um, and they don't want. This these materials being because he had revealed. a house in New Mexico, right? That's where a lot of this right. went down. Where he kept all those women. And Bill Richardson is the he was the governor of New Mexico. He actually ran for president at one point. Bill Richardson it lasted about a minute, but he did. We'll see. I'm like I don't know that we're ever going to know anything more. Um, Jeff Garland from the Goldbergs he and got from a bit Curb, of a cancellation, but then he no he got he got he fired got, from the show. Yeah, because they said he was he was mean backstage. And there's some sexual. Or maybe not. I don't think it was sexual. I, I think it's verbally, verbally abusive yeah, on right. set. Anyway, he says he is bipolar. Oh, there you go. He's back on the show. He's just gotta... No, he's not going to come back on the show oh, because they saying. killed him off. Oh, okay. His character died. That 70s show. What's it no, called? No, no, Goldberg. Goldberg's, okay. But, you know, of course, people are like, oh, now, you know, it's always you're bipolar if you're an asshole. You could yeah. just be an entitled asshole. Doesn't right. mean necessarily a bipolar, but apparently someone said he has bipolar. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are teasing a new adventure together. Oh, good. They're starting something together. You think they're really friends or is this like, this is once again, like Hollywood kind of made up? They're totally friends. Yeah. They wrote the movie that they stole to Weinstein. They sold no, that's, the what they Weinstein. Wanted. that's what they wanted. What was it called? The um, Goodwill Hunting. Yes. Yeah. Um, great movie, great movie, but I can't believe you're not going to guess what this is. Oh, what they're doing? Yeah, I don't know. Podcast. Oh, just you're kidding. Right. No, it's a film. It's a it's a production company. Yeah, but I bet part of the production company will be a podcast, podcast. element. Yeah, podcast element. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Drew Barrymore, she has a podcast, and she says that she is boring. And she doesn't have the energy for a wild sex life. The actress opened up on her well, tour. Of course. Party. Who wants that wild sex with Drew Barrymore? You know, I mean, that's Well, kinda... again, she was somebody, I think, that 
was very sexual. She was married three times. She, you know, was at Studio 54 yeah, at nine. Lo- yeah, it was a lot. I'm just saying, like, ago. sometimes I think when you've, like, sowed your wild oats or what, like, and then you're just like, no, I'm like... I'm not desiring it. Like I'm just I'm it doesn't mean she never will, but I think she's just being honest and she's like, "No, I'm good. I'm I'm happy. I've got my daughters. I like to cook. I like yeah. to make soup." I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, I think this, I'll just say this. I think this is more of a normal way to be, Drew Barrymore, than like a like those guys we just mentioned, the Bill Richardsons and the uh and the uh, like Harvey Weinstein's, like if you're really sexual at 65, I think that's more fucked up than. Well, of course. Yeah, I think that eventually you gotta just be like, "Ooh, take a break." I, I, yeah, but I mean, you know, I think she's just being really honest. Yeah, no, I, I prefer I'm all the for honesty. It. Not everybody's sexual like type. Speaking, but she who is sexual share. Uh, no, yes, seventy six, still getting it. With uh, Amber Rose's ex, they're still dating. They just this is a new one. They just were seen. Uh, they hung out at her place in Malibu. She's selling her house in Malibu for eighty five million. I know it's been. They, she's been like the queen of Malibu for a long time. But they're ha- but hanging out there. But what about what is what is he? What does he do? Like is he just Amber Rose's ex? What does he he's do? He's like in music. I think football players. No, he's oh. in music. Oh, okay. Um, this kid was lost his uh, he was one of the best high school football players in the country and he had his four, Florida scholarship offer pulled for football this weekend. Why? Guess. Uh, you don't know. I don't know. Uh, wait, he was he's uh, trans. No, they wouldn't then that would be fine if he was trans. Oh, okay. Then um he's... no, he um he was singing a rap song filming himself oh, and, he, and he said the N-word, the N-word yeah. and he posted it. Okay. And that's it. So I was telling Annie when I wrote, um, when we were writing um, White Chicks, that's that there's a famous part in White Chicks when it's Sean and Marlon as the white girls yeah. and Busy Phillips and the two other girls, they're all in the car going shopping to come see me because I'm the girl that works at the shop. Yeah. And they're listening to a song and um, with the N word in it. And so Sean and Marlon know the song. They forget that they're supposed to be white girls and yeah. they say the word. Oh. And the three other girls are like, oh my God, girls, you can't say that. You can't say. And then Sean and Marlon are like, well, not if it's okay if no one's around. Yeah. And they're like, it is. And then they all get excited and they sing it. But that's, oh, that's in the funny. movie. Yeah. Saying it. Different times. But I will say, if, if this kid is doing this in 2022, he is too dumb to go to college. So forget about being a good football player. Yeah. Like, how like, – doesn't every white kid know at this point – Not to TikTok that. Not to film yourself. Yeah. Not to do it at all, even right. if you're alone in your room. And not to TikTok it or Twitter it or whatever or post it. Yeah. How does someone – I think you're right. He's So he got it taken good. away. Wow. All right. Well, again. And then speaking of college, John Stamos said, I'm going to say this. And she said, I could. She wasn't really the architect of any of it. She was in the way background about his good friend, Lori Laughlin. Oh, well, good. Oh, you uh, mean of the USC thing? Of the USC thing. Yeah. Of paying the guy 500000 to get their kid, their two daughters into She was in the way background of what? The, Meaning the, she- The just, fake rowing pictures? I mean- <laughs> They were right. She took the. They were actual pictures, right? Yes. So there you go. 
I know. Some people then were like, shut up, John Stamos. Yeah. Just why are you even bringing it up? Exactly. Like he was a guest on Dak Shepard's show and it's like, well, don't he even He also bring said it up. on that show that he said he had met Bob Saget uh, like, like a couple of months before for dinner. Yeah. And he said that Bob Saget was acting strange. He said that he, for, for the first time, had seen... He didn't say strange. He said that he seemed happy and like comfortable with himself for the first time. Like he... He made it, it seemed to, to lead on that he knew he was not going to see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Like he knew that it was coming. But Saget's death. Right. Which I thought was interesting. I think you can think that what she did, the crime was not that bad. Because yeah. Because he's like, you know, some of that money did, you know, she thought that money was going towards a charity for the school. Right. You know, so whatever. Yeah. But- she still knew she was paying to get her kid into school. Oh, yeah. Whether it was, because the kid had like a 3-2, so there was no uh -huh. way the kid, so it's like, you. someone can think she's not a bad person and that she used her money to make her daughter happy. Right. And that she wasn't thinking it through, I'm actually taking this spot away from someone. That I don't think anybody thought that. Yeah. yeah it was just like just, one of those things, where, yeah, this is what people this do. This is what everybody's doing. This My is, kid's an idiot. I got a couple of bucks. We're gonna, yeah. We're, can't we, we're going to circumvent some shit. I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we're and we're, we're making a sacrifice. We're paying so that maybe somebody else can go. Right. But the people that really I always said this was the worst white on white crime ever because the people that got screwed wasn't like a child of color who's a scholarship right. kid because that was not it was yeah. like someone that had like a 4-1. Right. That that could have made it if there was a few more spots. Mhm. Mm and they were already a good student and they were probably going to have to pay full price anyway, but they didn't get in yeah. because this person had 500000 Yeah, That's, that, that whole that, – when that went down, I was just like, yeah, is this what people do? I mean, I, 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 was, I wasn't that shocked I by was it. shocked. I was shocked. But now that my kids are older and I've been through the process, I have a little more sympathy yeah. for people that want to write a check because it is a fucking nightmare. Mm -hmm. And it's impossible to get your kid in as a freshman. Yeah. So well, anyway um, – Princess Diana, she this woman is six three playing her, and I'm freaked out how tall she is on the crown. It was very exciting for me to go home and tell my wife. My wife loves the crown, and I learned that on your live juicy scoops that that woman is six foot three. And, and I told it, my wife. My wife was shocked. She's like, so she immediately began googling, and we did a and she deep works dive. for Netflix. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah I knew yes, more. Yes, we did um, a deep dive. Let's... But then, of course, the guy playing Prince Charles at the time is Dominic West. And you, well, from my favorite show, The Affair, I tell you guys, watch The Affair, just season one and two. First After that, seasons, it sucks. Yeah. But it's so fucking juicy. It is good. And he's so hot in it. Mm -hmm. And they do give him his, give him that dorky hairdo of Prince Charles where it's like parted way on one side. Yeah. And he does really get his mannerisms down, but he's still so much Well, I think he's Prince. English in real life, Dominic West, so it's probably not much of a stretch for him. But they're still, he's still so cute. Yeah. He was in the movie with Sandra Bullock, 28 Days. Yes. He was the drunk boyfriend. Mm -hmm. That's another one of those movies that I love the beginning, love it. And then the minute she gets to rehab, I like turn it off or switch over. Yeah. There's certain movies it's I like. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, we talked about her stupid podcast. Okay. Adele crying and crying throughout her performance. Yeah. At, she's back in Vegas. She, she, yep. Yeah. She made it. She's she back. Did she, it. she did stop there for a while and was supposed to remember everyone was. That was a, the first like ticket thing. Everyone had tickets to her show, her residency, yeah. and she just quit and everyone was pissed off. Now she's back. 
Did you see I her? love her. I saw her once in concert a long time ago. Like I, I didn't even. I only knew one of her songs. Yeah. But I loved every single song. I saw oh, at the Beacon Theater great. in New York. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be able to get. I mean, are these tickets like another like thirty thousand? Well, I don't know. She's doing a residency, which is kind of the way to go now. Like, why wouldn't you? Like Elton John just did his final yeah. show last night at Dodger Stadium, and they're like, "That's it, Elton John's done touring." He made this whole speech about it, yeah. and then last night he's like, "I said I was done touring. I didn't say I wouldn't do a residency in the same place." So, so where's the residency? Gonna he be? didn't say yet. Oh. But he's like, he had one at Caesars a while back. I, we saw him at Caesars. Yeah, so he's like, I've seen at Caesars residency. I've seen Mariah Carey. I've seen Celine Dion and I've seen Elton John. Yeah, I mean that's the way to go now. I, like, I'm gonna come to I'm me. gonna try to see Adele there. Yeah, what this is, that is like? this is a skirt with a g string, like a, a g string on the back. Uh huh. So it's a skirt to the knee and then just full ass cheeks out, full ass cheek. Okay. Just wanted you to know that's what I people like are it. wearing. Okay, good for yeah. you. I wanted people to know for the holidays the that charcuterie chalets are here. They're gingerbread houses, but made. With, I think this roof. is honestly the cutest thing. Yeah. So you, like, you. it has little broccoli trees, has like little oh, yeah. wasabi nuts yeah. walking up to the thing. <laughs> and and so yeah. like you can, I guess you could take giant crackers. Oh, they are wasabi nuts. The little rocks are wasabi nuts. Yeah. I guess you yeah. do, yeah. So you get the gingerbread, whatever the house part, but you do it with crackers. And then you can cover all that, spread it in white the cheese. The roof is salami of yes. some sort. Yeah, like a hard salami. I think this is like, and you like have little nuts and stuff, like a walkway of nuts. Look, you you said you, there was a little I like, snowman. Yeah, the snowman's wearing a prosciutto scarf. <laughs> He's got a salami scarf on. That's very clever. And that must be like a, little chunks of goat cheese probably is a snowman. Anyway, it looks cute for the it holidays. It is cute, yeah. Oh, Heidi and Spencer had their second baby, Juicy Scoop family. So now the boy is named Riker and the older brother is Gunner. So congrats. I sent him a congratulations and he wrote me right back. Good. He yeah. loves you. Mm -hmm. He's he's gonna come Two to the Christmas dinner. Old dads. Yeah, he's gonna come to the Christmas dinner. Not Heidi won't leave. She'll okay. be with the baby, but he's it's coming fun. to the, the Juicy Scoop Christmas dinner. Jojo Siwa doesn't think she'll ever speak to Candace Cameron Burr again. Oh, were they were because they friends? she? Oh, she's not is doing the there's so one thing I will say about this whole thing to let people up to date. Candace is doing something like the Hallmark Channel, but it's just. What is it called? Can you look up what it's a new channel yeah. that is really what she says very she calls it traditional shows that highlight and only will feature traditional Fair marriage. Marriages. Which really is heterosexual marriage, is what she's saying. Yes. Okay. And it's, so it's it's all her shows or just Christmas movies? No, it's not Christmas movies. It's oh, like okay. a whole network. Oh, Christmas? Oh, it's called I it was Great America. Okay, yeah. Great American Family Christmas. Yeah. But I thought it was a whole network of it's stuff. Great American Family. Oh, it's called Great American Family, which okay. has been this has been the greatest press for because whoever knew it existed. Yeah, no kidding. And you know there there was remember when there used to be a, sh a network called PAX? Yes. PAX. Still around, I think. That they was were, that was like, like religiously leaning. Yeah. That was like religious Christian stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um. So anyway, she just said, hey, this is what I'm doing. And people got very angry with her, thought that she was a hypocrite because in the past they have accused her of not supporting gays. And she said, no, I do. And they're like, well, no, you don't because you're doing a show 
that won't show Gays. any gay couples. Yeah. And so JoJo just is like, I, some people feel the outrage is not fair. Like, the just outrage, let her, I, uh, the if she anger, wants to have her channel, let her have her channel. Like, yeah, if she wants to work on that and if yeah. people want to watch that network, then why can't they watch it? I mean, I'm, I'm almost in that camp a little bit. Like, I am too. There's like, a million channels. I, I kind of feel the same way. I'm like, you know, BT's been around forever, and that was because people felt they were not being able to see enough right. of themselves on regular TV. So they yeah. created a channel that would highlight black Americans and their stories. Mm-hmm. And that's always been fine. Yeah. People felt there weren't enough sports on TV. They created ESPN. Mm-hmm. I don't watch that. Right. I don't care about ESPN. Yes. Yeah, I, I. So I'm kind of like. And she's also like, I mean, she's. She what, never. She's like a religious person. She always she's was that. Thing. Yeah. It's not like she. Yeah. Wasn't. So. We always knew this was an issue. This right. was always something she had to defend. Yeah, she's of the Cameron. She's Kirk Cameron's sister. And but they're I, whole, I they're do. They're all like wacky religious people, right? Right, but I'm saying like, okay, so now let's say this, okay? Now you're an actress. Uh-huh. You're just trying to pay the bills, and you get offered to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to get you your SAG insurance for your family of five, but it's on this network and it's just some dorky movie about a family that goes on a vacation. Okay. But it's a man and a woman yeah. and there's maybe some traditional religious themes. Yeah. Now, as an actress that takes that role, are you going to be persecuted by people? Because you're actually on a network that is excluding any gay storylines. Right. They like they won't feature any TV, any TV, any movies or whatever on this channel that features gay couples. Yeah, well, it's interesting that she even had to say it because I mean, up until ten years ago, every network was was not doing. You know, the, that's how the way every network was. Listen, I mean, it's a little more open now, thankfully, well, but what it certainly this, wasn't. Listen, glad. That's what it stands for. Yeah. Gay and lesbian. Anti-defamation. Right. Yeah. But but it was, there would be the GLAAD Awards. Yeah. And the GLAAD Awards was, we're going to, the GLAAD fought to have gay and lesbian and, and now queer and every, you know, people featured on regular TV and in commercials. Yeah. And you they have done their job. Yeah, like, you have, don't got to tell me. I hosted the Glad Awards. They have done their. But I'm saying there's there's a lot of that. But then somebody would say yes, but by now having some some place where you don't have to see it, that's not good <clears throat> that that even exists. Right. I, yeah, I know. It's a. This is a tough one because you don't want to be like the asshole who says. I oh, just. I just think like. But I agree with. And I also just think like that. Whatever this network is. Is going to employ a lot of people. We have a friend that you said was writing a script for like a Christian network. Yeah, he writes a lot of them actually. But it doesn't yeah. mean that he doesn't have gay friends or support no, gay as a marriage. Fact, yeah, he so d- they just have yeah, just the checks are coming. The checks you know? are coming yeah. and they're simple to write. And this is the right. parameter. And like, I mean, if we can, if you can see the movie Bros. I didn't see it, but well, if you can have yeah. Bros, then why can't you have? I got nothing against it. I'll see it. But anyway, JoJo's going to probably hate me too, just that I said, I'm not going to watch this dorky thing because I'm not into dorky stuff. And I like gay-themed stuff more than I like straight I, things. There'll never but be a I time just really when I, when I turn people on can the, have uh, it. Ne- I, could, I could boldly say that will never be a time when I turn on the American Family Channel. Ever. I won't either because I watched 
Falling for Christmas. I made you watch it. It's Lindsay Lohan's show, and it was some of the worst acting I've ever seen. Well, it, it, yes, all of that. And these are like kind of poorly. We all know the, the, the kind of cadence of these. Yeah. And you were like saying, saying like, I don't. It's a thing, yeah. You didn't think it was like a ta- full, yeah. like, hallmark kind it of acting. It was full, it was full hallmark, hallmark. But what I will say that was funny about the movie Bros is that they made fun of the fact that there was a network like Hallmark in the movie that was now having gay-themed movies, which yeah. now Hallmark, I do believe, features some gay romances. There, there is some, yeah. Same so I'm watching couple. this, and I'm like, I can't believe that this was full harm, Hallmark. Like, it was so dorky. It was so not funny. it was funny, on Netflix. But it was on Netflix. Yeah. It was so not funny. And then, so in a nutshell, I'm going to go through it quick. But, like, she is an heiress of... You know, not an heiress, but she has a big fancy hotel with her dad. Mm-hmm. She hits her head when she's out with her fiance. He just asked her to marry Skiing, him. Skiing, yeah. They, they both are missing for a while. Mm-hmm. She ends up going to the smaller lodge, um, doesn't know who she is, has amnesia, and gets to meet him. And then, of course, they fall in love. Right. Um, so I'm watching the whole thing, and... You did say something funny in the live, though, about amnesia. It is. I mean, it. Uh, I said in the lives that amnesia has been a, a, a crutch that Hollywood has used now for 100 years, and it's supported the entire soap opera industry. And yet, I've never met anyone with amnesia. Like, nobody knows anybody who's ever had amnesia. Like, it is... I right. think it's kind of a... Like Loch Ness monster, we all heard about it, but nobody's actually seen it. Happen. I know, and I, you always kind of wonder what. Yeah, I always wanted to, and then and even when I fell, I didn't get amnesia. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't forget. But things. this couple, um, I, we talked about. I think they were just extras, and then they had a big part. But it was like this couple that just kept showing up, and then Annie just brought up how young the guy looks. Yeah, he looks like he's like. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's I, real. I'm gonna close this out because we've the show's been long. But and then she'd like try to make a bed and they try to make that it all was funny. Comedy, and that was yeah. all the funny dumb stuff. But they fall in love, and um, and then at the end, I'm just ruining it, you guys. I'm ruining it. If you want to skip ahead, I'm sure you were dying to watch this movie. But he's like, I inherited this lodge. Do you realize they inherited the lodge? Yeah. Like someone gave it to him and his wife, and then the wife died. Uh-huh. But not enough people were going there, and so then. The whole town comes together and brings their checkbooks to the Christmas so Eve party. So they keep the lodge open. Then they all write him checks. Yeah. So stupid. And then, um, but then, you know, she realizes all of a sudden her memory comes back when she sees her fiance and her dad. But she does also realize, I don't want to be with his fiance. So she gives him back his ring. And then he looks at the guy who runs the hotel and they do end up together. Yeah. Turns out so the whole movie was could have been a Candace up until the Cameron very Bur- end. until the very end when he like leans in yeah. and you realize they're going off into the sunset together him and this guy where he didn't they had no chemistry throughout the whole thing there was no, no foreshadowing there was foreshadowing that this guy might be gay there was no foreshadowing that they would get together and I almost feel like that was the, like something they decided at the last minute of writing the script I feel like when you get like these movies have to be shot so quickly they got like <laughs> and I, I, I believe they were like so excited to get Lindsay Lohan in this yeah. Lindsay Lohan's like I'll give you a, two weeks yes you gotta get it and they're like okay no problem you get one t- everybody gets one take yeah we gotta go 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 Lindsay Lohan blah 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 we gotta get her out of here and that's they you know that's why it looks like like this and there's no they couldn't develop the this um relationship beforehand because there's no time oh and you know what they did at the very end 
of the movie. What? They did the blooper reel. Oh, they did? Yeah, like they had so much fun filming it. Oh, my that they God. Had, and, and even the blooper reel was not funny. Yeah, like, yeah, this. Oh, it was like, what? Funny. Oh, yeah, And then the crowd, yeah. and then they'll. <laughs> yeah, and a couple of grips who were just trying to keep their job, like fucking laugh at Lindsay Lohan. Oh, Chris, boy. Chris, thank you for joining me. Thank you very for much. For my moment. shows this past weekend. Had a great the time. The two thank shows you for this week. Me. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Tell everybody where they can see you again. Charlotte, Charlotte. What's the day? Comedy Zone, December. Hold on. Can I get my calendar up? Well, I can tell you where you can find his calendar. It's Frangiola. Frangiola Frangiola.fun. Charlotte's Wednesday, the 30th of November. Atlanta Punchline is Tuesday, uh, the 1st of December. Atlanta Punchline. Fun, fun. Then New Orleans. I'm playing a play. It's on Frangiola.fun, the place I'm playing in in New Orleans. And then I'm playing the Alabama Black Box in Mobile, Alabama. On the third you, Saturday night. And are you going all in one? You're going from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah. And how are you getting to all the places? I don't want to tell you. The, no, please I'm tell t- me. I'm not telling you how I'm getting from New Orleans to Mobile, me? Alabama. Can you please tell me? Please. I beg of you. I'm taking a Greyhound bus. First time I've ever taken a Greyhound bus. I've never taken a Greyhound Because otherwise bus. it doesn't make sense. There's no flight. From getting from New Orleans to Mobile, it's a weird, it's like 12-hour flight. How long is the... The bus ride. Two and a half hours. And so I you, bought my ticket already. $35 on the bus. And you'd rather do that than rent a car? Well, I try, the rent a car was like crazy. It was crazy. And I'd have crazy to Crazy expensive? Or? Crazy expensive. And, and I'm doing door deals, so like it just yeah. comes out of my pocket, everything. Right. So I know. Yeah. I'm doing Greyhound. Have you ever done Greyhound? No. I've I, never been on... No, I've never done a Greyhound thing. I've been on a bus... Like in college, like going to, I think I took a bus from L.A. for the Greek Ski Week at Heavenly in in uh, Lake Tahoe, and it broke down in Gordon. This was everybody. Called, it yeah. broke down all night, and so we were all just drinking. So the wait, whole how night. long? That's a long bus ride. It was long, and then we were broken down for yeah. like six hours. We're only oh. in, we're only like two hours into the drive, and then we broke down all night long. And then we fought, like, the Greek ski trip, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember just drinking so much because we had nothing else to do on that bus. Yeah. And then having to pee, and we already, like, lost a whole day. That was the last time I was on a bus. Well, if anybody comes to see me at the Howling Wolf in New Orleans, this probably be the Howling Wolf, New Orleans, and then I'm going to the... Now, what if somebody comes forward? That's what I'm saying. And says, I'll drive you versus the Greyhound. Would you still rather do the Greyhound? I'd have to get, like, like the person who drove us in, I'd have to get, like, the video that they're normal. And I would absolutely. I can't believe somebody hasn't yet. It's so funny when people are like, oh, I guess they weren't a psycho or whatever. I'm like, first of all, there's three of us and one of them. But in your case, it would just be one person and you. One and one. That's definitely murder. But chances are that a woman, what if it was like, I, I mean, what if it was like a Kathy Bates? And yeah. then she, and then she drugs you, and then you wake up. I mean, just the greatest movie. First of all, misery the best. is the greatest movie. It's so. It's, I remember how scary that movie was, just because it's not like shocking scary, but like terrifying. 
Yeah, but I mean, I we we came up with the scenario. Was it were you with me when we talked about like where if a juicy scooper got me yeah. and they were just like kept putting like a microphone in front of me <laughs> to make you do it? Yeah, and make yeah. me do like impressions mm-hmm. and, and, it and be hard look what them. I brought you, Heather. And it's like a bunch of like tabloid magazines. Just look through it and start talking about it. And in misery, they needed a sledgehammer to break his ankles. They could break your little ankles with a, you know, with just a, like a little, with a little tap hammer, you know. Yeah. That scene where they broke uh, oh. James Conn's ankles. Oh my God. It was, you can't even watch it now. It's yeah, I know. So I can't even. Yeah. Oh my God. All right, Chris. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you.